When I was a child, my wise Uncle Dollars would say, Life is filled with inequities and injustices. In order to prove him right, we present you with another episode of Two Two Dozy Broads, starring the Don, producer par excellence, Micah the Silver-Tongued Mike Dog. Who didn't say anything. Who didn't say anything yet. Hugo the Watcher. And this week, we have a special audience, the Gary. Who is Gary the newly retired. Yes. Yes who is interested in seeing what actually goes on behind the mysterious microphone. Boy, he's in trouble. He's in big trouble. <laughs> he's in trouble. I'm in trouble. Anyway, as ever, we are Two Dozy Broads, and I am Sandy Kleppel of Gemological Esoterica. And Linda Strohshane of the Mercury Academy. Hello. Howdy. Hello. <laughs> And we are two dozy broads. We we still are. We we, we still were are. we were two minutes ago, and we still are. <laughs> and Mercury's retrograde. This week we're doing something a little bit different, and we now are. for something <laughs> completely, completely different. different. I will be telling you about something you may have already noticed or experienced. I I call it the energy under your feet. We've just come through Mercury retrograde and the new moon, both in Pisces. And they have helped us to become aware that we are dealing with energetic changes, probably because it's how high is the water, Mama, three feet high and rising. Now, a lot of it is in, in late February through March, April, even potentially into May, there is a shift going on in the energy patterns. And everyone experiences it, but everyone experiences it in different ways. Now, is this astrologically speaking, or well, it it there's an astrological component, but okay. it's beyond that. Okay. It's it's the uh, the deep energies okay. that we we all live with that astrology discusses beneath your feet, like beneath, you just said, okay. beneath your feet, and the feet are Pisces. So here we are. We have a pun. Sad to say. There are shifts in, (coughs) excuse me, there are shifts in your personal energy flow and they'll be hitting one area, especially one or two. It isn't going to be a, a full life, full body press. It'll be just one area or two where the attention is drawn. One of the things you can see from this is people refuse to listen. More so than they usually don't. More listen. than usual. Yeah, yeah. yeah. More than usual. Uh, they they refuse to stop talking. You 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 put a, a sentence in the way, and and they just t-bone right through it and keep on driving. You'll also find that in many cases, in times of crisis, people refuse to be comforted. You can comfort these these people, but don't comfort me because my problem is so terrible. You can't even comfort this problem. And they keep holding on to it, holding on to it. Now, these are the people who are really going to be affected by this because those problems, those difficulties in achieving emotional balance will especially be dealt with during this period. Now, you're talking about you're being a little ambiguous about the energies and how it's going to affect and what it's going to affect. Is there some sort of generalities to say that people are going to see changes more so in, let's say, a job or career or in a relationship? Or is it just depend on the person? 
Well, it depends on the person, and it depends on the area of their life where they've been doing the most lying. Okay. <laughs> this is to a themselves man- or others or both? oh, it's all over the place. Okay. So this is a mendacious energy okay. shift. Okay. You'll find that people, in general, will be a little shell shocked and ragged, and not just because we we in the large parts of the country have the winter that never ends, but in whether you want to or not, we're all being lurched into a chair and forced to face truth. And it's truth as our lives reflect it. But it isn't situational ethics. It isn't, this is evil because I choose to think it's evil. This is truth because it's true. This, this is truth because it's true. Uh, one, one of the things I, that I kept coming back to is in the 50s, there was an old sci-fi movie. I cannot for the life of me remember the name <laughs> Boy, of it. Boy, that's unusual. <laughs> uh, it is. I can't remember if I had a hook, like a kid who was in it or an adult actor. Can't come up with oh it. Oh, my gosh. I asked Stephen. Even Micah's confused. Mm-hmm. I asked Stephen. He remembered the movie, so I haven't made this up. But... Some kids found an alien ray gun. The aliens had dropped it, but they also wanted to see what people would do with it. And what it did was it made everybody tell the truth. And so the children were using it on each other, and they'd be forced to tell each other the truth. And and they'd, they'd be upset a little bit, but then they'd forgive each other and go on. And then they started using it on the grown-ups. They'd use it on mom and dad and these others, and it wasn't working out too well. Then they took it to a political meeting where all what's-it broke loose. And these aliens who were invisible to people were confused because they thought they were giving people the gift of truth. (laughs) And they realized that truth is problem. The truth of curse, the cursed truth. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. That that truth was problematic to earthlings. (laughs) And so they took back their ray gun and they disappeared. The moment I find it, I will address this issue. But that's where we are. Everyone has a truth everyone has a truth gun pointed at them. And if you look at your chart, if you have a copy of your chart, look and see which house, which area of life, in other words, is uh, has Pisces in it. And that will be the area of your life that will have the most obvious changes. But at the end of the day, you are confronted on fear and how you express it. There is necessary fear, like uh, McGill. Don't, don't cross the street when it's yeah. a freeway. Godzilla yeah. is coming toward yeah. me. That is fear. The tarantula is coming across. The You're street. still locked in fifties mode oh, today, I, aren't you? That true. There is truth. In there is the truth 50s, in the fifties. Okay, in the fifties sci-fi movies, there is truth. Okay, you do not drive down a deserted country road in a in an old pickup truck because the the, the huge ant or the tarantula will come across and eat you because you are alone. Dennis and I used to look at each other and say, "Those guys are dead," because it was the middle of the night and they were out listening to their radio. Make sure that you can run faster than the person next to you. That's true because it'll at least slow them down. But we we are we are all confronted with the situation of having to to step back and and look at our lives with perspective. 
Now, all this Pisces is not giving us perspective so much. It is, it is basically saying, we're drowning here. <laughs> and that's where refusing to be comforted and all these things come in. So you have to force yourself, because fear is a choice, to step back a quarter of an inch and say, hmm, I've made it through worse. And if you can just say that to yourself, you can get yourself the distance you need to be able to make this into a useful cycle. You, it, the image is basically of people starving at a banquet. This cycle with Pisces presents us with spiritual advantage, with the opportunity to move ahead intuitively, with the opportunity to find lost things, the ability to find lost parts of ourselves. They're, they still were attached, but we were ignoring them. You, you, you wipe the dust off some part of you and say, oh, I didn't realize that I had that gift. I'd forgotten that since I was about eight years old. There is that, but what people encounter first is Erno and I had a knockdown fight. I had this problem at work, and someone was looking at me sideways. <laughs> because at work, a lot of times it comes down to, he's looking at me, because this cycle also brings up a level of paranoia. And you see it in the, in the public arena where people who have hidden d difficulties for a long time, things are being opened up. That's wh what we're dealing with, and we're each dealing with it in our own little ways. <laughs> This cycle marks a change of perspective. Uh, these changes are not in and of themselves toxic. Toxic is what you do with it. If you scream, yell, and run for a crate of ding-dongs and ho-hos... <laughs> Micah, quiet. Micah has much to, I agree with you. Then you will have problems if you overdo. If you use this as an excuse to overdo your... Your credit, if you use it as an excuse to overdo on any level, then, of course, you will pay later. But if you operate as a fair witness in all of this, mm -hmm. as an honest broker, and you move forward, then this cycle, which runs for roughly three to four months, will be one that will be the, the founding of you. It will help to smooth out your foundation as you move forward. Because this is, to a certain extent, people finding their footing as the world in which we live is becoming more intuitively aware. It is becoming more obvious now that there, it is two worlds. There is the intuitively aware and there is the intuitively inert. <laughs> and Do we get a choice as to which one we want to be? No, no. No, if you're intuitively aware, you are, you are forced. You are to, not inert? <laughs> no, you are, you are urt. You are urt, you not are, inert. You are urt in okay. all ways. And the inert can move to the other camp by, by simply consenting, mm -hmm. by simply assenting to the fact that they have an intuition, mm -hmm. that their soul does express itself and vibrate mm -hmm. in, in countless and numberless ways. Now, part of this before, because Sandy has a couple of stones, another image that came to mind is that you're strapped in a chair and you're forced to watch a blooper reel of one part of your life, just some portion of your life, but this is done in order to show you 
what you've done in the past and that you have the power of choice to make permanent changes. And that is the emphasis with this is if you make a pie crust change, if you uh-huh change, oh, yeah, 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 I promise, I swear, pinky swear, I will never, ever do whatever it is again. And eight months down the line, you do it. That fickle finger of fate will land mm-hmm. on you like an unhappy digit. <laughs> and it will exact a price. And so before you go setting yourself off in some new quest, deal with the quest you have in front of you. Don't go out and be romantic. Look and say, what is the quest in front of me? If the quest in front of you is balance your checkbook, you do that. If the quest in front of you is to eat fewer sweeties, you eat fewer sweeties. You start where you are, and you move from there. Now, Sandy has some stone selections that will (laughs) aid you in this damp, pilgrimage as you move forward well i started out with two and then as you were talking i came up with a third one yeah so you were talking about liars and being honest and truthful to yourself um one of the biggest stones for telling yourself and other people the truth Mm -hmm. is fire agate and fire agate is a member of the agate family quite a beautiful member of it it um it has these beautiful iridescent colors within it. It was only first discovered in 1939 in the southwest United States. Oh. Um, beautiful stone can be rather pricey, but what it does is if you wear it or you carry it or you have it as we're sitting at a table, if you had it at the table, it makes you be honest. And <laughs> It's the ray gun out of the boot. It is, it is. It, that's why I thought about it. So there actually is a stone for that, and it's wow. called fire agate. And um, So you could make a wand out of that. You or... could do whatever you wanted with it. Um, cool. I will tell you that little tiny pieces don't work as well as bigger pieces, and it's become more rare. And okay. So it's not going to be something that everybody's going to throw in their hip pocket. But that is one that will help you to, help you to tell the truth. Um, the other one that... I had set aside before was a stone called dry head agate and um, it's this little guy here (laughs) and dry head agate is for precision Ah, and I part of this had to do with the fact that next month is tax season or it is tax season and next month is tax day and if you're doing your own taxes it doesn't hurt to be precise as opposed to sniggling Mm. through your your paperwork and whatever and maybe if you have fire agate too that could help um so so you have these two little stones yeah one on each side of you that's right so uh dry head agate is for precision it's very very good for mathematicians for people that have to do anything with arithmetic and and mathematics and things um it forces you to look at your work again to be more precise to not just let something go out the door when you probably should look at it again Mm -hmm. um and so it's good for follow-through it is, okay. yeah. So the last stone that I have, just because of all the craziness going around right now, is something called crazy lace agate. So today we have three agates, which is kind of unusual for agate me. Agate day. Ag- it's agate day, um, as opposed to agate days in Moose Lake, Minnesota in July. Ooh, but anyway, crazy lace agate is used for um, smoothing out the craziness between family members. So whether it be husband and wife or parents and children or great aunt Sally and who comes to the family reunions and says all kinds of weird and bizarre things, um, 
so crazy lace agate would be a good one to carry in your pocket if you're dealing with people that, um, and you might consider them crazy or insane, or mm-hmm. the energy is such like you've been saying this Pisces energy, which to me is really sloppy. I don't. It I, is this whole and, and yeah. That's part. So no, that's but that's the third stone that I have. But um, the crazy lace agate is I consider Pisces energy sloppy energy, mm-hmm. and it helps mop up the slop. Of, mm-hmm. of the emotions so well and that and that gets us to the the capstone of this which is lying will not be encouraged and liars or people who've been hiding things will be found out on mm-hmm. some level there is a wonderful old greek phrase that says let all the poisons that lurk in the mud hatch out and so there's a hatching mm-hmm. thing going on and you you asked if it's a whole life thing or a part it ultimately is a whole life thing and if you've been if you've been lying in every part of your life then it is definitely going to hit a lot of areas but if if you begin to look at your life clearly and especially stop lying to yourself that's the the most important thing. What you say to other people is a reflection of what you say to yourself. And if you're being honest with yourself, you will in some way be honest to everyone. Now, you will not immediately run out and say, God, you look fat in that outfit. <laughs> uh, but you will you will be true. You will be truer to yourself than you had been. So that's one of the best things to do with this cycle between now and let's say Beltane, which is Mm -hmm. the first of May, is to step back and say, all right, I have an opportunity now and with all this wet, squishy energy to watch what's going on in my life and say, all right, these are the things that happened. They make me go, ugh, but... I can learn from this because I am not finished. So use this cycle as a time to focus on your own homework. Focus on your own paper, as they used to say a thousand years ago yep. when we were in school. Yep. And Do they even use paper in schools anymore? I have no idea. No, what don't they, have a clue. I don't even know what hours people go to school no, anymore. No, it no. doesn't make any sense. So, any... Uh, any well, I was going to comment that we have the podcasting uh, information up on the Two Dozy Broads website now. You can go out to the last page of www.twodozybroads.com, and the podcast is embedded in the fourth page, so this one will be out there. We are embedded. Now. We are embedded, cool. and also uh, Sparky here has been putting out occasional blog posts, maybe one there, or two there a month. There are occasional. I tried, I tried to put out uh, something yesterday, but, but copy and paste wouldn't work for us. Oh, well. But we are, <laughs> we are working on that, but the podcasts are now embedded for the general public's listening. Pleasure. <laughs> well, I wouldn't go that far. But amusement, so, be amusement. Yes, and uh, the other thing that we were saying, if you guys do know how to get a hold of us, most—I mean, we have like two listeners. You both know how to get a hold of us. <laughs> um, we're looking for some ideas for upcoming podcasts. It doesn't mean we won't come up with ideas, but we're looking for things we can laugh at. So, yes, we're 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 always open to uh, outside. That's right, outside. Whatever information kibitzing from the outside. That's right. We love that kind of thing. We love that. Well, this marks another journey over the airwaves by producer Don, (laughs) Micah, the official booster, Hugo of the Birdie Eyes, 
And our thanks to our audience, the Gary, who truly cannot believe what his ears have seen. And a special thank you from me, Sandy Kleppel of the Mer- uh, uh, No, Sandy Kleppel of Oh, what the hell? Um, Gemological Esoterica. There we are. And you're somebody or another, Sparky. And yours truly, yes, yeah, Sparky. Linda Strochane, who thought she was from the Mercury Academy, and we still must admit that we remain two, two dozy, dozy broads. broads.